All right, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I'm your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. Well, we've all known someone who's had packages lost. I say that in uh, air quotes. <laughs> or stolen in the mail. And it seems to be kind of like a running joke with the post office, right? If you send something via important via the post office, it always ends up getting lost, you know. Uh, I just saw a video. I mentioned him on the last video here, but uh, on Instagram, at nothing like 90s cards. He said that he had sent off his five of his most important cards to PSA and that a FedEx employee uh, stole all five of the cards. They opened the box up, sent it on to PSA, and then when PSA got it, there were no cards that were in there, and PSA had shared all their security footage with everyone like that. So uh, apparently it was a FedEx employee that stole five of his cards. So with PSA kind of reopening its economy service, I'm sure more and more people will be shipping cards to them. And and not just PSA. You're going to be sending them off to, of course, SGC, CSG, Beckett, or wherever you like to get your cards graded. So what are some things you can do to protect yourself when you're shipping stuff out like that? So that something bad doesn't happen like at nothing like 90s cards had happened to him, all right? Now, none of this will protect you 100%, but this is going to definitely put you in a good spot here, make you feel good about that you took some of these steps, that you did everything you could to protect yourself when you are shipping out your valuable collectibles, all right? So let's take a look at 10 things that you should do to protect yourself, Number one, we talked about this on the last show, insurance. Obvious one here, okay? If you can't self-insure, by self-insure, I mean, hey, listen, if you're sending off $500 in cards and you've got $10,000 in your bank account, you probably don't need to insure the $500 cards, okay? But if you're sending out $10,000 worth of cards and you've got $2,000 in your bank account, you probably want to insure that, okay? So you can't self-insure. You can't replace those yourself. You don't have the money to do that. So that's what insurance is all about is transferring that risk. It's fairly cheap. I say fairly. It's it's not bad. And make sure you put the value in there for the replacement cost of those cars, okay? That's what FedEx and all these guys will pay out is the replacement value. Number two, use the correct size shipping box, UPS, FedEx, all these guys are sticklers for that little four-inch rule they have in their uh, in their little terms and services. There, basically, you need about four inches around the material, uh, the the items that you have inside the box. That four inches essentially gives it a little bit of buffer. Should someone step on your box, it box drops, whatever happens to it that causes the damage in there. Claims get denied all the time because people don't use the proper size box. They didn't allow for enough room in there. It's an easy thing for UPS to do, that, or FedEx, they just measure that thing, say, nope, not enough room, claim denied. So set yourself up, use the correct size box. Plus, you want to leave enough room on there to make sure that if something does happen, somebody kicks your box or steps on it, that, hey, you've left loud enough buffer in there so your items don't get damaged in there. All right, number three, this is kind of one that a lot of people don't think about doing here, but take a photo of your shipping label and the cards that are being sent to PSA before packing them up. Okay, and put this all in one image all together. So you got your shipping label sitting there. You got your cards that you're sending out there to them. What does this do? Well, this at least gives you the uh, 
knowing that you shipped out all the correct cards to PSA. And it wasn't your fault if they say, hey, listen, we only got four of the five cards that you sent us, all right? Now, most likely this won't help you with an insurance claim because obviously you could just reopen the box back up and take your cards back out. But at least you will have a good feeling knowing that you did everything right on your end. You shipped the right cards to them. You're not second-guessing yourself. I mean, heck, you can even videotape yourself packing them up if you want to. Just something that you know, hey, listen, I did everything right. I know I'm right here. Something fishy happened along the lines here, and that way you can at least sleep well at night. Number four, your info that you put on the shipping label. Uh, I never ship anything from Power Sports Mobilia. Okay, that makes me a target. I use a different name on the ship to address, or the ship, the name on the address. So if your business name is Joey's Sports Cards, Maybe just put your name on there and remove the sports cards or do some sort of acronym. If people see stuff that's coming from Joey's sports cards going to PSA, again, they already have a decent idea of what's going to PSA, but they see Joey's sports cards on there. Maybe they don't know who PSA is. And like, ooh, sports cards. Sports cards have been going up in value. Ooh, I wonder what's in this package, okay? It gets people curious about your box. We want to be incognito. I don't want anybody looking at the box, all right? So I would just put your name on there, or if you're shipping to someone else that's not PSA, maybe you're shipping to submission group, you know, put just the person's name that it's going to do. Something just to make your box incognito. Now, yes, certain businesses are going to require that you have to have their name on there. For example, PSA is going to have to, ha- you know, have to have their name on there. That's the address that they're requiring you to ship to. Um, but again, businesses will you know, often share spaces with other places too. So you want to make sure you put the business name on there in case it goes there. It doesn't get lost in the shuffle in that operation there, whatever business you're shipping to. So certain businesses have different requirements. So just make sure that you follow those here. But again, just try to be as, eh, try to be under the radar on your shipping name. Okay. Don't make it so obvious. Number five, this is kind of a, kind of a cool one that a lot of people don't think about is these check contents tape. Now, this is tape that basically tells you to, hey, stop, check the contents if you feel like, you know, the, the label's been tampered with, tampered with or the seal's been broken or something like that. You've seen these come on your boxes all the time. It's kind of cool, actually. You know, the person opening your box, if they wanted to tamper with it, would basically have to have the same exact tape in order to kind of seal it back up again. So it might deter someone from messing with your box as opposed to just having, just using some clear tape. You could also use that brown tape, you know, that tape that PSA sends uh, your cards back in. I don't know, but if you ever got those boxes from PSA and you're just like, they got all that brown tape all over the box, you're just like, how the hell do I open this? Where are the seams in this thing? It's it's impossible. You have to like cut every single corner trying to find the seams of this box so you can open it. They really seal those things shut. Oh man, it is just absolutely crazy how well they do on those. But again, use these kind of check contents tape as opposed to just kind of your normal clear tape. And number six, if it's shipping an expensive item, consider using an AirTag. What do they do? Well, according to Apple, okay, this is direct from them, your AirTag sends out a secure Bluetooth signal that can be detected by nearby devices in the Find My network. These devices send the location of your AirTag to the iCloud. Then you can go to your Find My, uh, Find My app and you can see it on a map. So pretty cool little process there, okay? AirTags cost about 30 bucks, so they're not cheap. So if your package is truly lost, like this is a good way to locate it. Okay, I can't think of a better way to locate it. 
doesn't stop someone from opening your box up and stealing your AirTag. But I highly doubt when someone's opening up your box, they're thinking about, ooh, I got to take the AirTag out of this thing first. Like, they're, they're not even thinking about it. They just want to know what's inside your box. So if you're shipping $10,000 worth of cards, hey, that, that might definitely be worth it throwing one of those in there. Kind of hide it in a little spot that maybe they wouldn't look for it. Um, and also make sure that, again, you're doing a signature required on your package. FedEx and UPS and those guys, they already require it when they're shipping to a business. So you don't need to add a signature required when shipping to a business. It's already required. Some of you don't know that. But if shipping via USPS, definitely 100% add a signature required. All right, number seven, get a receipt. If you're going to drop off all these expensive cards or items or whatever you're shipping, you're dropping off at FedEx or the post office, okay, have them scan it right in front of you and get a receipt from them that has your tracking number on there. Now, 100% know, you know, they have the package. Your insurance is activated now. They definitely have it. There's nothing worse than just dropping a box off on the counter and then not seeing it scan in for two or three days. We've all been there. It is stressful, okay? Don't do that to yourself, Wait in the little stupid little line, okay, with all the other dummies that didn't print their shipping labels at home and just get a receipt, okay? Make it real easy on yourself so you can sleep at night and that way you know, hey, listen, they've got the box. I don't got to worry about this. Number eight, you'll consider dropping off your expensive items at PSA yourself. Again, sending tens of thousands of dollars of cards, you know, or whatever you deem valuable, you know, you might consider them dropping off in person, now, this isn't going to be available to everyone. Okay. According to PSA, quote, if you would like to drop off your items at one of our offices, this can be arranged. However, please know that we only accept submissions at our Woodbridge, New Jersey office by appointment only and on a limited case-by-case basis for high-value items and high-volume submissions at the SoCal location. Okay, so this isn't going to be available for everyone, all right? But another option, too, is if you have someone that can drop them off for you in California, you can always ship this person your cards. Big positive there is you don't have to put PSA in the label. You're shipping them to some random person, so that doesn't make you a target. But again, you want to make sure you're comfortable, obviously, sending these cards to this particular person. But that is kind of nice is you won't have PSA on your box, so it doesn't make you that kind of obvious target there. And number nine, you could always just wait for the national. PSA is at the national every single year. You can drop your cards off and get them back by the end of the weekend. That's super nice. Now, of course, you're going to have to fly to wherever, drive wherever to the national is. And, of course, other grading card companies do the same thing at other shows, too. So you can always wait until a grading company comes into your local town to do a show, maybe at the Dallas Sports Card Show or somewhere else. You can always just do it in person yourself. And last tip, number 10 here, make your return address a business or a P.O. box. Okay, there's nothing worse than having all your cards graded. You got the grades you wanted. You're super stoked. You're ready to get them back. And then someone steals it off your porch. <laughs> okay, the stupid porch pirates, all right? Get it delivered to a location where only you have access to it. A UPS store, a P.O. box, or your place of business. Don't have it sent to your home. Don't stress yourself out about that. Now, unless you've got some great security footage there where you can you know, know the package is coming right away and you've got all this great stuff like that. But personally for me, I'd rather have it shipped to a business where I know that someone can sign for it if needed and that it's in a safe and secure spot. All right. 
So hopefully these 10 tips kind of help you guys out when shipping items. I know it kind of seems like a lot here and a lot of hoops to jump through, but trust me, I've been shipping stuff for, gosh, now about 20 years now. So I've kind of seen, kind of seen everything here and I try to do everything to protect myself. Of course, protect my customers items as well. So I definitely would suggest implementing some of these steps here so you don't make yourself a target. Again, visit the website, powersportsmobilia.com. Also give me a follow over there on Instagram at Powers Autographs, and I will see you on the next episode.